History of Sex Paperback, the 8th of July, 2016, by Jonathan Harnish, author, It's Like I'm Too Far Away, in time, from when I would actively participate in things, enjoying them while they were happening, Ben Scriba mostly inhabits a world within himself, sharing it with his alter ego Georgie, living off and on, linearly in a process of psychosis with visions and images of characters that fade in and out. In reality, Ben is in sessions with his therapist, Dr. C, who is inviting him to recall family memories. Inside his own world, Ben is in front of the cameras he has set up in his home office, telling his story. In it, he recalls his sex education as a child, the sex ed in class counterappointing his father's pornography and the relationship his father may or may not have had with Gladys, a sexually provocative woman who has similarities to and elements of Claudia, a woman Ben meets aged 30. Claudia captivates Ben when they share an early moment together while smoking and a physical one that involves Ben's foot fetish in which he paints her toes and makes love to her feet. Claudia urges Ben to go ahead and write about his life and experiences. Ben again begins to recall his early sexual experiences. A particularly vivid one is the day he is with his grandmother at the gym and he sees her friend fully naked in the changing room. Darlene, at least in Ben's version of the scene, temptingly and languorously dresses herself in front of him. Ben also sees his own funeral, attended by numerous ex-girlfriends, even an ex-boyfriend, who talk about how, in spite of Ben trying to be considerate at first, the relationship always failed when Ben's behavior degenerated. Ben discusses his failure to engage with life with Georgie. Georgie encourages him to make changes, to find work, even though Ben is rich, to find friends, to seek whatever it is he really wants, to face up to why he acts and lives life as he does. Back in therapy, Ben is with Dr. C, where he begins to relate a story of his grandmother, of her toughness during his childhood. Flashing forward to another session, Ben as Georgie is very agitated. Inside his mind, the ghost of his grandmother visits Ben at home. Georgie is there too, helping Ben to recall and face the subdued memories of this woman. Georgie is 11 years old, he thinks he wants to do anything to help his sobbing, lonely grandmother until, although he wants her to leave his bedroom, he is frozen as she sexually assaults him, the experience mixing with the pornography and sex said he has recently been exposed to, again with Dr. C, Ben is highly anxious, pacing, Georgie encourages Ben to open up to Dr. C he does and breaks down, crying hard, in Ben's internal world, a number of characters attempt to console Ben, including his wife, Kelly, who may or may not have been real, as he comes to terms with his childhood memories in the following days. Ben looks up to the cameras, says his goodbyes, and leaves. Author, Jonathan Harnish has written the best-selling and award-winning novels, Lover in the Nobody, Living Colorful Beauty and When We Were Invincible. He is also a noted controversial mental health advocate, and fine artist, blogger, podcast host, patent holder, hedge fund manager, musician, and film and TV writer and producer. History of Sex by Jonathan Harnish Fade In, 
History of Sex Int, Ben's Guest House, Night This Is New Mexico's Nastiest Crack Den, A Telephone Rings and Rings, Dim Light Flickers, Illuminating a Cramped Living Room Piled Knee High with Dirty Clothes, Abandoned Pizza Boxes, Crushed Beer Cans, Half-Eaten Chocolate Bars, and the like, Ben Screeber, 30s, Crack Addict, Stumbles Through This Mess, Crack Pipe in His Mouth, Searching for the Ringing Phone, Ben, VO, I'm Ben, I'm the drug addict, a troop of zombies, including, movie director, 30s, carrying a megaphone, a jogger, 20s, wearing an Olympic-type jogging outfit, a stockbroker, 40s, dressed in Armani, Hugo Boss, and a homeless man, ageless, dressed in clothes filthier than the apartment, jerk spasmodically out of the walls and surround Ben, he seems not to notice them. They watch him and copy his movements as he rummages through a pile of clothes and discovers a closed umbrella. The phone stops ringing. Ben picks up the umbrella, examines it intently. The zombies copy Ben, pick up their own closed umbrellas, and examine them intently. Thunder booms, lightning crackles, the room close, rain begins to fall. Ben opens his umbrella, but it is shredded, and he is instantly drenched in rain. The zombies open their umbrellas, which are not shredded. They look at the umbrellas, at Ben, at themselves. They seem slightly confused. Ben takes the crack pipe from his mouth. Water pools in its bowl. He dumps out the water, tries lighting the pipe, and then, seemingly noticing the zombies for the first time, he holds the pipe in their direction, as if asking them to light it. The zombies back away. The rain stops. The phone starts ringing again. Ben, no longer wet, no longer carrying the shredded umbrella, but still with the crack pipe in his mouth, resumes his search for the phone. He crawls over the piles of dirty clothes, across the discarded pizza boxes and the rest of the garbage. The zombies, also no longer carrying umbrellas, follow behind. The phone continues to ring. Ben picks up a crushed pizza box and shakes it. Something slides around inside. The zombies pick up their own boxes and shake them. Ben opens the box to reveal a crumpled pack of cigarettes inside. Ben pulls a cigarette from the pack, lights it, and inhales deeply. The zombies do the same. They talk among themselves, as if at a party. Wine glasses appear in their hands. Ben, cigarette still in his hand, smiles at them, picks up a half-empty bottle of beer with cigarette butts floating inside, raises it in their direction as if toasting them and downs the beer, butts and all. The director, jogger, and stockbroker watch him, shaking their heads in disapproval. The homeless man downs his own glass of beer. Ben stretches out on the mound of dirty clothes and pizza boxes and closes his eyes. The homeless man stretches out like Ben and shuts his own eyes. The director, jogger, and stockbroker continue to look disapprovingly. Ben, breathing deeply, as if falling asleep, drops his cigarette. The homeless man drops his. The phone stops ringing. Time passes. Ben opens his eyes. The room is on fire. The homeless man and other zombies are gone. Ben, the lit cigarette back in his hand, is completely unconcerned about the burning room. He watches the fire grow larger and larger, then shrink and die out, revealing Georgie Gust, 30s, Ben's alter ego, sitting on a matching mound of dirty clothes. Georgie now holds the crack pipe in his hand. Georgie I thought you quit. 
Ben glances nonchalantly at the cigarette in his hand. Georgie, can't de? They'll kill you, you know. Ben inhales deeply. Georgie, can't de? Emphysema. Cancer. Heart disease. Ben flicks the lit cigarette in Georgie's direction. Georgie, T.S. Kate's skin, stands, brushing at his clothes although the cigarette has not landed on him. Georgie, can't de? Real mature there, Ben. Just burn down whatever you don't like, including me. Ben stares at Georgie for a long time. Ben it's Kelly. Georgie, incredulous, your wife. Ben my wife. Housewife Kelly, 30s, an emaciated, skin and bones, probably anorexic housewife zombie from the 1950s, wearing an apron, carrying a rolling pin, jerks into view. Georgie that's not your wife. Housewife Kelly jerks out of you and is replaced by conservative Kelly, a clone of Grace Kelly, wearing a straight skirt below her knees, an angora sweater with clip, and sensible, flat shoes. Georgie, Conti, and that's not your wife. Conservative Kelly jerks out of you and is replaced by the real Kelly, still a zombie, but kind of sexy, wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Ben stares at her for several seconds. Ben she doesn't get me, Georgie R, my wife, she doesn't understand me, Kelly flashes a year, sure look at Georgie, Georgie, Conti, it's not me, it's him, Kelly flashes the same look at Ben, Ben she doesn't get my obsession, you know, beat, she doesn't get Claudia, Claudia, poster lady for the eroticism of homeliness, old, chubby, bespectacled, pimpled, chunky, Brutal and a vampire, undulates into view. Ben sighs in appreciation. Kelly lifts an eyebrow. The phone resumes ringing. Claudia notices Kelly and hisses, baring her fangs. Kelly flips her off and jerks out of view. Claudia watches Ben as he once again looks for the phone. She approaches. Georgie blocks her. She stops. Ben throws clothes from one pile to the other and pizza boxes from one end of the room to the other, as he and Georgie talk. Ben, Conti, she gets jealous. Georgie, keeping his eye on Claudia, Kelly. Ben yeah. Kelly, beat, she grills me. The stockbroker wheels a grill into view and douses charcoal lighter on it. Georgie frowns at him. The stockbroker wheels the grill away. The sound of the phone ringing fades but it still rings. Ben, Conti, constantly. Housewife Callie reappears, shaking the rolling pin first at Ben and then at Claudia. Georgie doesn't sound like the Callie I know. Housewife Kelly disappears, real Callie reappears, looking slightly amused. Ben and all she is, all Claudia is was is an obsession. You know, Claudia frowns and begins to fade out. Ben fingers his crotch. Ben, Conti, a goddamn good one. Claudia wavers back into view. Kelly fingers her own crotch. Georgie and what's Kelly? Chopped. The movie director appears, carrying a meat cleaver. Claudia's image is clearer. Georgie, Conti, to movie director? No. The movie director disappears. Ben there was no one like Claudia. Claudia is crystal clear. Ben is practically masturbating. Kelly imitates him, but tauntingly. Claudia wavers. The phone ringing fades back in. The movie director appears and begins fondling Kelly. She responds, but she keeps looking at Ben, taunting him. Ben notices and stops fingering himself. Claudia fades out. Georgie and no one like Kelly, Ben. The phone ringing gets louder. 
Georgie, Conti, you don't watch out, she'll leave, just like Claudia. Ben looks distracted, annoyed. Georgie disappears. Ben resumes looking for the phone. It glares unbearably, as before. He throws everything in the room from one side to the other. Phone rings and blares and hollers. Ben, holding his ears, goddamn phone. The phone ringing morphs into a police siren. The zombies all of them, including Callie reappear. Georgie reappears, but this time, he, too, is a zombie. One by one, they slip sniper men in black gear over their costumes, and then clip guns and police batons to one another's new uniforms. Ben shrieks, not necessarily out loud, in terror as the zombies turn on him. He races away, over the clothes, the pizza boxes, roll opening titles ext. Albuquerque Alley, Night Ben races alone through an alley lined with metal garbage cans and dumpsters. Ben, VO, I'm Ben, I'm the mental illness, I'm that which I'm, not. Each time he passes a garbage can, it falls noisily and rolls towards him, forcing him to jump over it. Each time he passes a dumpster, one of the zombies pops up and points a baton at him. Ben is terrified, he races away. Panting and sweating, he falls, int, Ben's guest house, night Ben, the crack pipe back in his mouth, lies on a pile of clothes, he is alone, the phone rings, not so noisily, a toilet flushes in the background, Georgie walks into the room, glances at Ben, and nudges him with his foot, Ben rolls onto his side, beneath him is the phone, Georgie picks up the receiver, Georgie this is Ben, I'm not here, Leave a message, int, Ben's home office, day several home video cameras, without operators, record Ben in this cramped space, all at different angles, Ben sets the last one up, then sits at his desk, he's slightly on edge, nervous, and scratching himself silly, he speaks directly to the cameras, holding a set of remote controls, one for each camera, he often fumbles with the controls, Ben you can see me close up, really close up, he zooms in a couple of cameras with the remotes. Ben I'm here, stuck inside this little home office. Ben addresses the camera aimed to capture the yard outside the window. Ben outside, it's scorching hot. I can barely breathe out there. Hell, I can barely breathe here inside. He takes his shirt off. It's a black t-shirt that says bitch on the front in white lowercase letters. He rings it out, right onto the floor, as it's drenched with sweat. Georgie enters the room, taking one of the cameras off its tripod so he can shoot handheld. Ben God, right? Georgie? Fucking yuck. Georgie how are you feeling? Ben itchy. My whole body itches. Georgie where? Where do you itch? Ben. Ben indicates where, as more itches surface. Light dandruff sprinkles the floor when he scratches. Ben ankles. Inside my elbows. Under my knees. My groin. Crotch. Georgie what is that stuff? Georgie examines the dropping flakes and zooms in. Ben I'm telling you. Scabs. Flakes. They're growing on me. Georgie more like you're scratching them off. Suddenly, Ben lightens up. Ben I call them creepy crawlies. Here, man. Take a look at this. Ben indicates the underside of his fingernails. Georgie lowers the camera for a second. Backs off. Georgie no. Thank you. Ben I'm fucking grossed out. Gee I'm so dirty. Georgie then take a shower. Ben. You're being way too hard on yourself. Ben but I'm just yucky. 
Georgie Ben, come on, int, office bathroom, moments later as Georgie leads Ben towards the shower, Ben continues to complain, Benny's ultra blue violet boils about to burst on my thighs, I can't even close my legs right, in the shower, water off Georgie might pop the boils, huh, Ben yes, beat, is it hip, Ben seems excited by the possibility, Georgie hip, no, why, do you want it to be, Georgie helps Ben take off the rest of his clothing, revealing skin that's yellowed in places. Ben is it AIDS? Georgie no. Ben? No. It's not uncommon for a diabetic, like you are. Ben I know. I know. The lesions. Georgie? To get these lesions, as you call them. Ben but in a way? Yes. In a way, I want AIDS. I want, even, cancer. Georgie that's stupid. Why? Ben so that I can go through more illness, so that I can overcome anything, maybe everything, sort of rebelling, or conforming, I don't know, Georgie pretty hard to do both at once, Georgie turns the shower water on, Ben yelps, Georgie flushes the toilet, Ben yelps harder, Ext. Ben's New Mexico estate, day the trees outside are losing their leaves, but the wilderness, the trees, everything is closing in. The tall trees block most of the view of the mountains in the distance. Ben's alone, shivering, with the towel around him. Georgie appears and steps closer to Ben. Georgie come on, Ben. Come on back inside now. Ben wait, I am still freezing. Ext, Rio Grande River, day Ben walks along the pathway, agitated. Georgie's got the handheld camera on Ben, capturing all his irritations. Ben's still scratching himself furiously, as bugs and mosquitoes fly around. Ben see, my friend, look, mosquitoes, clit nibbling, Georgie clit nibbles, good one, you mean they're biting you, Ben my arms, my face, my ankles, a bee's nest, mosquitoes and wasps, fucking bugs out here, Georgie like I said, come on back inside, Ben fine, Georgie can't run, can't hide, from anything? Can you? As they walk back, Ben is silent. Georgie you're stuck. Now come on back inside. They continue walking. Georgie puts his arm around Ben. Georgie why not give us a tour of the house? Int, ext. Ben's New Mexico estate, day jump cuts from the brick hallways to the massive great room. Ben, barefoot, wearing a robe, talks directly into Georgie's camera, jumping around the house giving a tour of its shortcomings and issues, fast cutting moving action to the dialogue, Ben well, the walls are concrete, cinder block, 70s stuff, outside, dirt, no grass, infested with goat heads and foxtails, the goat heads, they jam into my bare feet like sharp crystal glass, Georgie you're stinky, dirty, overgrown, hairy, scarred, bare feet, look at you, Ben I know, have to pull them off, each little fucking goat head, one by one, and the dogs keep bringing them in, Two. Ben lets the three dogs in from the courtyard outside, which is adorned with a fountain, Ben geez, it's 120 goddamn degrees out there, the humidity's up near 40%, so much for getting out of New York, so much for getting out of California, and moving out here, huh, beat, so much for the suffocating morsel of love, living in his living hell, the morsel of a person I call myself, Georgie eloquent, okay, cut, int, Ben's New Mexico estate, 
Day Rotoscope, Ben's house seems to renovate on its own, from trash and ugliness into a truly remarkable fortress. The house and all that Ben has described negatively is now magnificent, not small and cramped and institutional, but comfortable and casual, exquisite, ext, Ben's New Mexico estate, day, time lapse, construction workers and landscapers are hard at work remodding the house and property, int, Ben's home office, day over hammering and drilling noise, once again, all the cameras are aimed at Ben, Georgie puts his down on the floor, Ben hey, zoom out a little, Georgie picks up the camera again and starts shooting, Ben see the scattered papers, old dried out pens, spittoons for my smokeless tobacco, overflowing ashtrays, fucking ciggies on the floor, ground into the already burnt and bland off tan carpet, hotel chain style, public domain daker, but the room is spotless, Georgie um, no, Ben okay, what else? Georgie let's finish up in here, Ben okay, Georgie puts his camera down, Georgie Ben, Ben we've got help here, Georgie where, Ben, do you realize that everything is different, everything, Ben staff, Georgie what, Ben, Ben doesn't understand, Ben staff, you know, so it's not like I'd even prepared this morning's breakfast myself, everything's kind of done for me, it was all that Kelly and I could do for ourselves to get help. Georgie Kelly, Ben, you've changed. And Ben has, he's no longer scratching himself. He morphs into his optimal self, clean shaven, handsome, and healthy. Ben I'm telling all this stuff to you cameras, in case they ever need the cause of death. Georgie who's, Ben mine, my cause of death. That's if anyone should ever come to think about actually accessing the tapes. If anyone ever cared, Georgie no, no, Ben, you're not dying, no, you haven't changed for the worse, Ben sits, the zombies reappear, Ben yawns, Ben the cameras are a way for me to control the paranoia, Ben doesn't actually see the zombies anymore, Georgie there's no paranoia, Ben, everything's great, you remember Claudia, do you remember anything that's happened, Ben sure. Georgie do you remember the old you and Claudia and the hell she put you through? Ben Claudia, you mean Kelly, my wife. Georgie do you have any clue what I've done for you? Do you remember anything? Ext, Ben's New Mexico estate, night the full moon lies over the Sandia mountains, where stars shine bright and twinkle, dissolve to, ext, Ben's New Mexico estate, morning the sun is just coming up over the mountains. Hot air balloons float across the sky, beautiful and peaceful, int, Dr. C's office, another day Ben and Dr. C are in session, Ben is slightly agitated, Dr. C folds her legs, her fuck me pumps catch Ben's attention, she unfolds her legs and sits back, Dr. C tell me about the family, your family, Ben, if you don't mind, I'm trying to put this all together in my head, in my notes, Ben put it this way, I've done the incestuous gig, Dr. C nods, ext, parking lot, day, later, Georgie waves from inside Ben's parked BMW, int, Ben's BMW, day Ben puts the car in neutral and stands on the gas, he looks directly into the camera, talking over the loud noise of the revving engine, Ben Kelly needs to come, bad, but she hasn't let me near her coot in a long while, suddenly, Georgie appears in the passenger seat, he's thumbing through a novel, junkie, 
blood and guts in high school sits on the floor, Georgie stressed out, no response, Ben pulls out of the mostly empty lot and does semicircles around it, there's an old Corvette parked nearby, Ben looks at it, Georgie that's probably your doctor's car, interesting to know, huh, Ben yeah, it is, I don't know why, it's interesting to know what your therapist drives, cool, Corvette, Ben drives off, Georgie damn, I feel like jerking off to one of the tit pics I found on the internet, a nudie of the late, great transgressive writer Kathy Acker, Ben who's she, and why her, she's late, she's dead, Georgie exactly, but she reminds me of Claudia, beat, Claudia, 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 Ben but Claudia's tall, maybe, what, 5 foot 10, oh, Kathy Acker, I know who you're talking about, was Kathy Acker tall, Georgie who cares, I just love jerking one, once in a while, for Kathy Acker, and Claudia, Ben even with her double mastectomy, Georgie right, and stretch marks, isn't that fucked up, but she's nice, I'll say, Ben yeah, I like nice, Georgie me, too, I can deal with nice, cool, good fantasy, good feeling, Ben nice, I'll do it, I'll do her, Georgie you will, and in doing so, you'll train your hand for war, remember, Claudia said you'd do that, you told me she said that, Ben stops the car and removes the key from the ignition, Ben that's deep, speaking of deep, I wonder if Kelly knows about all the longing I've felt, just to, just to in 6th grade classroom, yesterday 12 year old Ben sits in the front row, Mrs. Petit lectures on sex ed, she's dressed in kink attire, all the students are adults, as they would be today, some 20 years later, a couple of them are dead, their skeletons or fresh corpses in their chairs, Mrs. Petit class, today is our first day of sex education, the class snickers, Mrs. Petit frowns, the lines across her forehead deepening, her voice becomes clipped, Mrs. Petit before we begin, everyone present in this class will be required to say aloud the following words, without any laughter, sex, penis, vagina, breasts, beat, say, sex, the class sex, Mrs. Petit okay, class, good, Ben, especially good, Ben penis, vagina, breasts, beat, dick, pussy, tits, cock, cunt, nominees, Ben and breast plural, I say, breast tsts, let it whistle through my teeth, Mrs. Petit let it whistle through your teeth, Ben yeah, I like it, Mrs. Petit, Mrs. Petit class, always use a condom, the class always use a condom, Ben it's classic, I will never forget, always use a condom, int, convenience store, yesterday adult Ben enters the empty store, the clerk, Randy, sits up front, with his acne scars and his 16 year old I don't give a shit posture, Ben hey, man, Randy hey, Ben I'm 18, and I'm here to buy a magazine, Randy yeah, Ben yeah, hustler, Randy yeah, right, Randy's breath hits Ben's face, and he pulls back, Randy tell you what, if you can reach hustler, you can buy it, Ben looks at the shelf, picks off a mag, Ben does, he pays for it, rolls it up, and sticks it down the front pocket of his jeans, Ben cool, thanks, Randy, see you in school, Randy dork, Ben pedals away, and away, and away, ext, tree house, yesterday a kinky tree house gang of adult children, 
Lonnie, Andrew, Kathy, Ben, and friends. Smut posters are on the walls. Ben sits over a pail, as if he's going to poop in it. Kathy holds a pail in her arms, holding on for dear life. Kathy no, Benji, you don't make pee-pee sitting down. Stand up, so I can see. Int. Ben's present-day bedroom. Yesterday adult Ben finds a packet of rubbers on his bed. His father walks in. Pops always use a condom, Ben. Double up if you have to. Beat, I left a lifetime supply in your closet. They are pretty self-explanatory. Ben hug. Pops what's your business is your business. Just use them, and you use them well. Ben don't worry. Pops, I will. Pops no babies, and none of that hokey pokey stuff. Yeah yeah, Ben hokey pokey stuff. Pops leaves. Ben opens a couple of samples of the latex condoms, as well as Webster's Dictionary. Insert dictionary pages, latex, a milky liquid or usually white sap in certain plants, such as the poinsettia condom, a thin sheath, usually of rubber. Int. Childhood bedroom, yesterday Ben's grandmother, Rose, storms in while little Ben, 16, is playing Pac-Man. Grandmother act like a human being. You look like a damn zombie half the time, Ben. Fucking smile. Be excited. You're obsessed with sex. Don't dwell on sex. I found out about your sex club in the tree house. I had to take those fucking smut posters off the walls myself. Don't do drugs. Don't drink. Don't cheat. Don't pretend. Don't worry about everything all the time. Damn you. She storms out. Ben Jesus. Grandma. Ext. Ben's New Mexico estate. Today Ben finds a letter by the front door. He opens it, reads it. Claudia, Vio. So, Ben, as you know, since my house was robbed last week, I have no products left in any of the closets. It must have been some pervert who ripped off my skins and toys. But I've changed since then. Come over and see for yourself. I'm sorry for otherwise completely amputating myself from your life. I didn't have time, I require you, tonight, int, Ben's New Mexico estate, moments later Ben grabs an orange jail jumpsuit and storms over to Claudia's place across the street with the cloth and cuffs in his hands and a box of rubbers clenched between his teeth, int, Claudia's apartment, continuous the door slams shut behind Ben, Ben Claudia, we finally see Claudia in all her fullness, sexy and seductive to Ben, otherwise, not your typical dream girl, in fact, not at all, she's ugly and overweight, Claudia no condom tonight, baby boy, throw them in the fireplace before I come out, Ben sneaks a couple into his pocket and drops the box into the blaze, finally, Claudia steps out, fully nude, to watch the sizzling of the cardboard as it disappears in the fire, Claudia the fire that keeps your house warm might eventually burn it down. Ben gazes at her pale flesh. Ben you changed. You're perfect. Claudia I'm doing the best I can. The window shades are closed, as Ben and Claudia share private wilderness. Claudia lights a few beeswax candles and pushes the coffee table over to the side of the living room. Cautiously, she bends herself over and covers her eyes. She starts tripping ever so slightly onto the hard wooden floor. Ben rolls down his shorts. Two condoms are doubled up in his hand. Moments later Ben and Claudia fuck, tastefully shot. They fuck absurdly, at best. Claudia harder, deeper. Don't stop, Ben. 
Ben, Vio, the condoms are on, and she doesn't notice, Claudia I'm so wet, I'm so wet because of you, more fleshy friction, the sounds of a sensual circus, Claudia the clit is so important, so sensitive, put your spit on it, hurry, Ben a taste of grapes dipped in corn syrup, that's all I can think, Claudia I'm so close, Ben, I love you, baby, I fucking love you, almost at the point of no return, Ben and Claudia are startled by something that abruptly ends their sex session, Claudia's personality shifts instantly, Claudia oh, great, Ben lifts himself off her, rising to the balls of his feet and squinting down on the floor, Claudia I think something popped, I think you doubled up on the pleasure I asked you to get rid of, Ben can't speak a word, shattered, all his dignity seems to be lost, Ben are you on the pill, Claudia, please say yes, she shakes her head no and smiles slightly, Ben I remember the time I told you I never wanted to see you again, she kisses her fingertip and brings it to his lips, Claudia hush, I'm not letting you go that easily, Ben I still want you, Claudia you want to never see me again, I'll be raising my baby with another woman, Ben what about me, Claudia I never really loved you like that, but I know you've fantasized about this for some time, Ben you're crazy, Ext, coffee shop, day Georgie brings Ben a latte and Claudia a cup of tea, Claudia I can't have kids, Ben, Ben gulps, Claudia my tubes are tied, I just wanted you to be honest with me, I like you, I fucking love you, I do, Ben, I don't want to be such a crazy girl anymore, I just want simplicity, Ben turns to the camera, Ben I knew she was lying, there was no way she loved me, in a non-relationship, you can't find the balls to say it, though, int, Pops's hotel penthouse, yesterday Ben is in his adult form, playing the role of himself as a child, Pops gets the door, a strange woman enters, Gladys, played by Claudia, Ben's watching porn on cable through the static of the television, Pops seems to pay little attention to Ben's activity, Ben leaves the TV to see who the woman is, Gladys is very happy to meet Ben, Pops Benjamin, this is Gladys, Gladys notices Ben's erection, her face becomes pinched, Gladys hi, Ben, Ben looks down at the shrinking bulge in his pants, sneaks in a touch check, and shifts to conceal it, Ben high, Ben and Gladys stand still, facing one another, silent, Ben notices Pops carrying Gladys's many black leather suitcases out of the entranceway and into his, or their, bedroom down the hall, Pops passes in and out of the living room with the luggage, Ben glares at Pops impotently, Pops Ben, this is Gladys, come on, Ben, Gladys is the famous person I was telling you about, Ben when, Pops what do you mean, when, just a few minutes ago, Ben peeks over at the statuesque Gladys, but he doesn't recognize her, he's physically agitated, Gladys just stands there, as if waiting for Ben to talk to her, Ben how does one just talk to a real celebrity, Gladys just talk, she stares Ben down through her oversized, gaudy sunglasses, her head kind of tilted, Gladys Ben, start by asking me about my job, Beno, Gladys tell me you recognize me, Beno, Gladys Ben, Ben I'm sorry, you are completely unfamiliar to me, Gladys Ben, Ben I can't ask you anything, this is creepy, Gladys Ben, Ben okay, I'll try, I'll pretend, Gladys don't pretend, 
Bane okay? Beat, so, you're famous, explain, glad as well, not here in Los Angeles, but in, in some other cities, I'm, I'm sure famous, Ben, Ben that's deep, glad as I even sign autographs if someone asks me politely, Ben get out of town, beat, I'm nervous, glad as why nervous, Ben I have a scrapbook, glad as yes, Ben no, I can't hold it in anymore, can I have your autograph, I'm asking as politely as a kid like me could ask, Gladys laughs, Ben without fucking, I am sorry, without begging, hey, I've already been imagining how it might look in print if I were to be its proud owner, bless my soul, any second from now, might even be worth money, Gladys sure, Ben I'm aroused by the thought, just plain fucking aroused down here in puberty land, from off screen, Pops calls out, Pops Benjamin, you were right in there, kiddo. Ben bend lower, bend down for me. She bends lower to meet his gaze and smiles. Ben I miss my childhood so much. Her eyes widen slightly, those big, puffy eyes. Gladys say please. Ben God, is that all I have to say? Will I have to put hot fucking fudge and a big, big, big cherry on top, too? Baby? Gladys baby? Ben will I have to eat the whole Sunday for you? For you, Gladys, beat, I'm so nervous, lady, Gladys nervous again, Ben yup, Bona here, Bona gone, Yano, listen now, beat, may I please have your autograph, Gladys name, Ben may I please have your autograph, Miss Crepella, Gladys yes, you may, Ben, Gladys pulls out a fancy pen from her oversized, total 80s, teal handbag and a business card from her engraved business card holder. She signs the fucking card beautifully. As Ben runs off, Ben thank you. Int. Hotel master bedroom, night, fantasy. Pops and Gladys sleep together, Ben in the middle. Int. Hotel guest bedroom suite, night Ben sleeps, half asleep, in one of the guest beds. Ben, whispering, good night, Gladys. Gladys, I might have just had the most influential introduction of my life to date, tonight, beat, bless my life, lord, and let me dream of peace tonight, for she's just in the other room, with my own pops, int, Ben's bedroom, present day Ben takes a cloudy photo from the nightstand and speaks to it, Ben Georgie, Kelly, pops would never react the same way to me as he did to Gladys, it's been true ever since, is true even to this day, I'd become the invisible son with only a physical presence, I think, and I sort of became the third wheel, what's so unique about that, int, Dr. C's office, day the bed sits in Dr. C's office, Freudian style, Dr. C have you ever felt unique, Ben, special, Ben special, special Ben, not unique, and I still had a grandmother that I would have to go home to in a few days, beat, I'd later discover that Gladys and Pops had basically been married since the day I received my autograph from hell, beat, 20 years later, I've been seeing a shrink since I'm 9, I expect everybody to treat me as you people do, that I'm the focus, that I'm sick, int, Ben's New Mexico estate, day Ben's half asleep on the living room sofa, the phone rings, Ben hello, Gladys this is Gladys, Ben this is all that I know about you, and I want you more, Gladys how are you, Ben symptoms, in pain, symptoms bad, say I'm sick, Gladys you're sick, 
We are all sick. We are all dying. Ben. Splish splash. He slams the phone back down and turns directly to the camera. Ben I jerk off to you and feel shame. Feel what it might be like to fuck you. To fucking fuck you. I feel fucking shame and guilt. And I fucking feel myself. The end. Ben spits. Int. Ben's kitchen. Day Georgie makes himself a cup of coffee. Walks around. Georgie. Vo. I woke up early for once. So did Ben. Ext. Rio Grande River. Day it's brutally windy. Georgie walks along the water. Georgie by 8.30. I walk as Ben would walk. I walk the shoreline on my way to the convenience store to purchase a cup of coffee and a pack of smokes. Now, as Ben. Ben holds onto his bright blue lampshade hat with his hand for about a block, until the local hotel screens the big ocean breeze. The seaport hotel is right on the shore. Some hotel guests come out of the hotel lobby, all heading towards the convenience store across the way. Int. Convenience store, Day Ben's the last in line at the convenience store across the street. He appears to be hearing voices in his head, but not the usual voice of Georgie. Georgie these people find better deals here, across the way from that one, two, three, four, five star hotel. Better deals on both coffee and cigarettes. Ben Hush, Georgie hotel gift shops are for those in a hurry and for those who don't care much for variety of value. Ben I never shop there. Guests shouldn't either. Moments later Ben receives his change, medium coffee, and pack of smokes from the clerk. He tears open the fresh pack of smokes with the coffee in his other hand. Ext. A different convenience store. Continuous Ben comes out the door. Suddenly, he fumbles and drops two quarters on the pavement. Claudia, OS, what are the chances of that? Georgie you're almost completely blind and deaf. Almost completely. Ben I know. Why? Georgie because. Ben. Because. We're in the presence of a naturally beautiful older woman. Destiny. Fate. The one. Ben this usually happens to me. Especially if she's wearing open-toed shoes. Georgie as she is. Ben I'd lose my senses altogether. Georgie as you are. Ben I'm. God forbid if she's got the slightest imperfection of either character or, what's the word? Georgie physique. She's just gorgeous. Ben. Shoot. Here she comes. Listen. Ben. Can you hear her? That plain Jane? Quietly rapturous voice you crave and lust for. Ben's attention is taken by Claudia, whose appears on screen a few moments ago. She's been trying to get Ben's attention. Claudia what? Ben what? Georgie what? Ben what are the chances of what? Claudia you were just singing Hotel California. Beat, I heard you. Ben it must have been playing on the radio while I showered this morning. You were humming the melody. This is weird. Ben zippers his lips and looks down. Claudia crushes something with her heel on the pavement. Claudia yuck. I stepped in someone's gum. Ben pulls out a fresh smoke. Ben I think it's a lifesaver. She discovers that he's right. Claudia but you were singing the same song as me, weren't you? Ben I don't know. I don't remember. Georgie here she is. Ben. Here enters perplexity into our world. My life, your life. You'll never forget all the data that your senses are collecting right here and right now. See those bright lights reflecting off the jewelry? Ben nods. Claudia notices. Smiles. Georgie all this is being buried in the nostalgia depths of this imagination and memory. Claudia well, don't be embarrassed. 
This is amazing. Beignet. A vintage black Ferrari pulls into the lot with its top down. Claudia gives it no attention. Ben look. Ferrari. The male driver. 50s. Get out. Heads into the store. Claudia he probably suffers from the same premature ejaculation that that car does. Ben grunts. Claudia hey. You live down on the corner of the next block. You're always smoking cigarettes out front. Am I right? Ben yeah. Probably. Maybe. Claudia I waved to you the other day, and you just turned away. Ben must have recognized the big blue hat, then? Beat, I'm really groggy in the mornings. Claudia smiles. Claudia you really antisocial. Ben not antisocial, non-social, maybe. Claudia's face lights up. She plays with her hair. Claudia I was just on my way to get my nails done. I've been over at the seaport for the past week. It's this convention for work. God, it's so boring. Ben what's your name? Claudia Claudia. Claudia? Claudia. What's wrong with you? Claudia is wearing a clip-on name tag. She must have forgotten. Claudia what's yours? Ben Ben Scriber. Ben indicates her name tag. Pointing. Ben? Conti? I was checking to see if you were a liar. I'll just call you Claudia. Apparently I'm confused. Claudia smiles. Ben puts his hand out. They shake. Claudia no worries. Firm grip, Mr. Screeber. Claudia giggles. Int. Hotel room, later as if Claudia and Ben have known each other for years. Claudia I can't believe you've never given a girl a pedicure. Ben really, I'm a virgin as far as feet and toes. Feet and toes, yours are perfect. Ben looks around Claudia's hotel room. It's strewn with papers, folders, and felter pens everywhere. Claudia lights a joint. Her hair is frizzy and red, wild like Ben's imagination and like his imagined hers. Moments later Ben puffs away on a cigarette. Georgie try reading what she's thinking through those huge brown eyes. Ben which eye cries for good things? Which one hasn't yet? Claudia huh? Ben oh nothing. I am just in the moment, an observer of myself. I'm not my mind. Claudia giggles. Ben like, my mind works for me, not the other way around. Claudia sounds like you're enlightened, are you? Ben I guess, for once, normal thoughts are coming in, one after the other. It's easier to focus. I'm not busy judging, analyzing, and making decisions. I'm focused on you. Am I high? Claudia I don't think so. So, what else? Ben God, you're doing drugs. Claudia, shit, who's your dealer? Where are you from? What do you tell yourself when you're alone? Claudia just stuff. Ben your eyes, they give me the impression you're experiencing something profoundly empty, like you're dramatically unfulfilled somehow, with voided hope, maybe a little like me. Claudia looks right back at Ben. Claudia we just had a perfect moment, a true connection. They continue to gaze at one another as several moments pass. Ben all my needs are already being met. I'd already lived my life in many respects. Claudia bullshit about that. She takes a drag off Ben's cigarette. Ben I've had enough experiences with myself. You know, all that crap. Beat, and about Pops, who worked hard and provided my family with wealth. My puppy, who once meant the world to me. Claudia sits back, puts her feet up. Claudia so, are you happy? Ben I'm not sure if happiness is what I'm really after. Claudia me neither. Ben I'm trying to actualize myself as a writer. 
My friends and family have always wanted me to write something, to complete something, to achieve something. I didn't think it mattered anymore. Claudia why not? Ben it's like I'm too far away, in time, from when I would actively participate in things, enjoying them while they were happening. Claudia how old are you? Ben. Ben 30. Claudia me, too. The alarm clock radio is tuned to Billy Joel's An Innocent Man. Claudia finishes her joint and pockets the roach. She slips off her open-toed leather shoes. Her light blue nail polish is scraped off slightly, like an adolescence. Claudia great, me and you, Ben? Beat, let's just kick back together then, huh? What do you say? In fact, I need a pedicure, mister. Totals Africa airs next on the bedside radio. Ben, singing, frightened of this thing that I've become. Moments later Ben paints Claudia's toes new blue and leaves a note. Thank you, Ben, watching Claudia sleep a minute in strewn clothing. Ben adds his home number below. He walks out, not really knowing what else to do. Georgie, to the Toto song, hurry, boy, she's waiting there for you. Int, Ben's New Mexico estate. Night the phone rings, Ben answers the courtless as he walks about, Claudia hey, Ben, I was just thinking of you, Ben it's all about me now, isn't it, I can't help it, Claudia so, where did you go, Ben, Ben I took a carefree stroll on the beach, remembering the best parts of growing up, they flooded my mind with nostalgia, I tried to remain in the present, Claudia and what was that like, Ben the moonshine lit up the sand and the white caps that were breaking 20 feet out. The tide was low. The rollers were a little choppy, but their sounds were still soothing. I remembered how rich and full my life had been before. I wondered what went wrong. I walked along the water's edge to find some inner peace. Ext, Rio Grande River, Night Ben and Claudia, the moonshine lights up the sand and white caps. The tide is low. The rollers are quiet and gentle. Series of cuts, Ben, walking alone near the water's edge, cigarette in mouth, he's lost in thought, taking in all that's around him, the white caps intensify, the gulls storming in for a meal, Ext, small beach area, rural New Mexico, day the beach is empty, the sky is grey, flat, and still, it's early morning, the gulls fly low in flocks, the rollers wash in and out, Claudia voicemail I was downstairs at one of the lectures, it's so boring, but I got several compliments on my new pedicure, we are visiting the past, int, hotel room, day the room has been vacated, in the bathroom the bathtub has a towel out on the floor, crumpled up from wet feet, wet footprints, empty single serving soap bottles on the core on the shelf, a housekeeper readies the room for the next guests, Claudia voicemail so I thought you might like to know what a great job you did, and on such short notice, the telephone sits on the unmade bed, a box of tissues beside it, Ext, a bridge, there a middle-aged couple walks hand in hand across the bridge, they look down at the very light traffic, there's a run-down shack to their side on the bridge, it's been closed for years, a payphone dangles off its hook, there's some litter on the ground, Claudia voicemail I'm meeting some cool people here, but a lot of them are really bored, this whole convention is really boring, only a few fishermen are out with their gear, fishing for cars at the overpass, it's still very early in the morning, an Asian man pulls up a small fish, 
His small son grabs the bucket. Claudia voicemail so, some of my new friends wanted to hang out by the bar and talk medicine, but I was hoping we could finish our conversation. Ext, George's front porch, Ben's guest house, day it's vacant, nobody's up yet. A van drives past tossing a newspaper on the small front lawn, during the early morning route. Claudia voicemail at least before I leave tomorrow. Oh, and the weather's so much nicer out here. Int. Ben's bedroom, day sunlight bleeds through the closed blinds. Ben, 30, eyes closed, he's sound asleep. Claudia voicemail I was thinking about how brilliant you are, and, geez, you have so much talent. People look at you, and they see big things. The clock on the nightstand reads 10.30 a.m. Next, Rio Grande River, day the sky has cleared up a bit, it's a little later in the day, the beach is packed with kite flyers, a dozen kites glide the coast, full of color and wonder, int, hotel room, day the hotel room is fresh and clean, ready for new guests, int, hotel lobby, day a conference is letting out, the line is out the door, guests with name tags check out of the hotel, bellboys are busier than shit with two to four bags apiece, ext, the bridge overpass, day there's dozens of fishermen, more men than fish, ext, Ben's New Mexico estate, day Ben sits on the front porch, hearing her message play in his head, Claudia voicemail what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail, I love that question, neighbors wearing light jackets walk their dogs, alley cats walk loose on the sidewalks, morning walkers converse on the corner, it seems like a friendly neighborhood, a few cars pass, some are parked on the street, Claudia voicemail grab hold of just one project, and get in there with your teeth, and see what happens, even if you don't have to, why not, Ben's house is on the corner, it is the largest house on the block with an ocean view, it takes up two units, the house and the guest house, over the garage, Claudia voicemail somebody wants a story about you, and you're the only one who knows it well enough, go for it, in the front, there's a small grassy area with exotic landscaping, a patio, and a white fence, made of brick, Claudia voicemail you do the world a favor, hell, do it for me, I'd love to hear about all that shit, as you call it, a small gate leads to the front door of this charming and desirable home, it's a little big for a single person, one lonely guy, like Ben, Claudia voicemail so what if your dad is some big well-to-do public figure or whatever, this is your chance to shine, just go for it, beat, oh, Mexican housekeeping staff arrive in a black Ford excursion, the boss, male, Sanchez, 40s, with a ponytail, his son, Ruben, 21, wears gangster clothes, and a female assistant, Maria, 30, sweet, polite, glasses, no English at all, Claudia voicemail I have a little gift I found in the gift shop down here, it's the perfect little gift, the housekeepers park at the side of the house, near the garage, Claudia voicemail anyway, my number should have popped up on your phone, let me know what happens, the crew unloads their cleaning supplies, int, Ben's bedroom, day a clock on the nightstand reads 12 noon, Ben is a little heavy but tall, otherwise, a handsome young man, he lies in bed, looking beat, he's surrounded by piles of Paul No magazines and a tiny video player rolling XXX show, 
Ben's feet hang out of the sheets, his socks are on the nightstand, he wears long pajama pants without a shirt, revealing a soft belly. Ben leans up a little, peeks out a bedroom window through the blinds, and sees the cleaning crew unlocking the back door, about to come inside. Ben shit, he gets up out of bed, agitated, finding his glasses on the nightstand. He puts them on, takes them off, wipes them clean with his pajama pants, and puts them back on again. Ben spots the clock and turns its face away, mumbling jumbled pseudo garble to himself. He rechecks the time with his watch and two other alarm clocks in out of reach places. It's officially the afternoon. He twists open the blinds, sunlight beams through them horizontally. Behind the closet door is a hotel's bathrobe. Ben wraps it around him. It's missing its waist tie. He opens his bedroom door, but Mario has beat him to it. Ben hi. Maria smiles. Maria hola. She's only a little embarrassed. She's obviously run into Ben before on worse occasions. Maria speaks in Spanish and indicates to him that she'll return at a better time. She steps away. Int. Ben's kitchen. Moments later Maria returns to the kitchen area, where Ruben is prepping the dishes and unloading the dishwasher. Maria starts mopping the tile floors. Sanchez starts the coffee machine. They speak to one another. Ruben suggests they turn on the small radio that's by the kitchen sink. It plays mariachi music. Ben stumbles in, grabs a pack of cigarettes. Ben, Vio, housekeepers are a blessing to anyone who can afford them. Int, the great room, they're a disaster. He heads out the front door to smoke on the front porch but halts for a moment. Turning back, Int. Ben's bathroom, day with an unlit ciggy in his mouth, he starts the shower water running on hot, Ext. Ben's front portal, day, moments later Ben is out front, trying to light his cigarette, but the lighter only sparks, he takes a fresh matchbook off the patio table and lights the whole book, then his ultra slim 120, a neighbor is walking his baby in front of Ben's property, neighbor nice day, he waves to Ben in greeting, the neighbor has dressed appropriately for the cool day. In a light windbreaker, Ben is still in his robe. Ben turns around and faces the house with his back to the sidewalk, his back to those participating in life. His reflection in the front window looks back at him. He's a little embarrassed, quite non-social. A delivery boy enters through the small front gate, takes Ben's local paper, and hands it to Ben with a new delivery menu from a local restaurant. He nods in greeting, a lesbian couple holding hands, mid-thirties, approaches Ben's corner with their dog. One of them starts to wave hello, but Ben has already put out his cigarette and headed back inside. Int. Ben's New Mexico estate, day the shower water is still running. Ben starts the music player outside the bathroom door. It plays the Pop Goes the 70s CD, a metal fan, from which light refracts while it's spinning blows up at a ceiling fan, which spins slowly above the wheels of the bike. Ben passes by the running shower, which is now steaming. At the kitchen entrance, Sanchez holds a cup of coffee out for Ben. He accepts and takes it out back outside, behind the kitchen. Ext. Ben's New Mexico estate, moments later on the patio, Ben smokes and downs a shot of espresso, bobbing his head to the beat of his own song. Ben's house phone rings. He ignores it, taking another drag off his cigarette. His cell phone rings. 
He throws his cigarette down and runs in to try and find it but comes back out too late. The cell phone was outside the whole time. The bathroom window fogs up behind him. Ben notices and heads inside. Int. Ben's bathroom. Day Ben, in the shower, takes his soaked wristwatch off too late and sets it near his glasses on the toilet seat. We hear the soap drop. Ben slips and falls inside the shower. The CD player starts skipping. The water is turned off. The vacuum cleaner sucks the area rug outside. Ben peeks out for a towel, but there is none, just a couple of washcloths and toilet paper. He looks at the hairdryer, but starts to dry himself with the washcloths and toilet paper. Cut to, Ben sits on the can, no toilet tissue. He starts up the shower again. Int, Ben's kitchen, day the cleaning crew is on their lunch break in the kitchen. Mario carries a pile of clothes out back. The microwave clock reads 2 p.m. Ben turns on a light switch in the living room, but the bulb is out. He pays it no mind. He opens all the blinds in the living area and lets the sunlight burst in, in his robe. He searches for clothes in his closet and the laundry room, but they are all being washed, int, Ben's bedroom, day he tries on a few shirts and pants, but they are all too small. He starts looking for something to do, he begins rearranging things in his bedroom. He heads out back and takes out an outfit from the laundry basket, shirt, sweatpants, socks, and shoes, all very colorful and bright. He slaps on a funky blue hat with his wild outfit, his uncleaned outfit, int, Ben's bathroom, moments later Ben sprays deodorant all over his clothed body, he brushes his teeth, the bathroom mirror has a handmade label that reads, trust me he shaves, first with an electric shaver, and then with a straight edge, without shaving lotion, although 10 different brands of lotion are sitting on his vanity counter, he cleans a different pair of rimmed glasses for his face and heads outside, int, the great room, day the crew is cleaning and organizing, Ben joins them, int, Ben's kitchen, moments later Ben checks inside the fridge, smells the milk, and pours it out, nothing much else in there, the freezer is loaded with microwavable TV dinners, Ben fills a cup taken from the dishwasher with water from the empty sink, drinks it, washes the cup by hand, and then places it back into the dishwasher. Ben puts some frozen pancakes in the microwave and sets it for two minutes. Montage, Ben fantasizes washing and scrubbing, I in slow motion, an entirely overfilled sink of dishes, pots, and glasses. It's a soothing, romantic wish. End montage. Back to reality when the timer is down to two seconds remaining, Ben presses cancel stop twice, for no apparent reason. It's not like he's in a rush. Ext. Ben's front portal, day but he's back out front with a cigarette. Ext. Dirt streets, day he walks down the street, along the water, near a convenience store, along a street, int. Convenience store, day Ben pays for a pack of smokes and a snack. Ext. Mountain View sidewalk, day on his way back, with his hands full, he gets an idea and writes it in a small memo notebook kept in his back pocket. Ext. Ben's front portal, night Ben's walking home, his phone rings, he runs inside, but he misses the call. Ben checks the message, Claudia voicemail, hey Ben, I was just thinking of you. I was downstairs at one of the lectures, it's so boring, Ben. Then, another message, 
Claudia, nearly in tears, sounds extremely distressed. Claudia voicemail, hey, Ben, ugh, I am just calling, I am sorry, I am just so bored at this stupid conference, I'm not going to go to this class I have in 10 minutes, I'm getting so sick of the same thing over and over again, I am just in my room taking a bath, anyway, I'm sorry to bother you, thanks for letting me vent, the phone rings again, Ben hello, Claudia on phone Ben, Ben you must look so beautiful in that bath, int, hotel master bathroom, night and she is indeed beautiful, Ben opens the door and enters, Claudia that was one of the nicest things a guy has ever said to me, series of dissolves, Ben comes onto the screen and massages her feet, he makes love, licking and sucking on Claudia's feet, Claudia moans in ecstasy, Claudia right on the arches, her feet quiver with delight, int, hotel bedroom, morning they wake up together, fully clothed, she falls back to sleep, Ben caresses her hair and then her feet and leaves, we see the nail polish bottles on the nightstand, Ben leaves a note that reads, thank you, Ben and he leaves her, Ext. Ben's front portal, day Ben returns home with a coffee in his hand, he's fully ready for the day, he opens his mailbox and has a few bills, his house is in order, and he sits down to write, I'll have to begin the story with me, as ridiculous as that sounds, it's been forever since I actually sat down to write again Ben, VO, by the end, I succeeded, it was just one of those things, I enjoyed myself and left, it was all that mattered, God probably took delight in watching his orchestration of me that day, beat, I'll call it personal growth, the next day, things were better, I never heard from or saw her again, not for a week. He turns on the best of Elton John and resumes typing through the day without distraction. Ben's morning routine occurs in flash cuts, a routine that is reasonable, not filled with slack. Claudia voicemail high, ext, dirt streets, day Ben walks back home. Ben no sex, love, she must have thought of me as the friendly type. That's fine, I'm used to it. Beat, poetry, my mind runs wild with quiet confusion so soothing to the senses, sure I'll wake up tomorrow, thinking about today, the next day about today, I'm in love, I scoff at the thought, int, the gym, day, adult Ben is a kid, darling and Ben's grandmother, Rose, meet up in the gym cafe, darling oh, Rose, he's getting so big, Ben blushes appropriately and scuffs his toes against the tiled floor, darling and so ooh, handsome, Grandmother's still a handful though, in fact, duh, that's why I have to sit this one out. Benji got himself kicked out of school again, Rose rolls her eyes, Grandmother the ticks, they just don't understand them. Darling oh, poor Benji, Ben blushes, his grandmother massages the base of his neck, Grandmother I'll meet up with you after racquetball. Darling absolutely, Rose, Ben's grandmother marches him off, int, women's locker room, Continuous Ben's awestruck as he's taken inside and sees other women changing their clothes. Ben, VO, I delighted in keeping her from weighing herself, as my grandmother's weight has always been a carefully guarded secret. Ben's grandmother, her hand still gripping his neck, pulls him with her into the locker room, and pushes him down on the bench. Grandmother don't move. Ben Shaw, grams. Ben grimaces at her. Grandmother and stop doing that. Ben okay. 
Ben blinks, wraps his right arm over his head, and scratches his ear. His grandmother hurries away, Ben waits half a second, and then sneaks off after her, ducking in between the benches and rows of lockers, intent on finding out how much she weighs. Int. Public restroom, flashback, live action, his grandmother approaches one of those carnival scales that cost a quarter and pauses. Ben, Vio, it was something I was always trying to do, even back at the house. I'd pretend I had horrible, explosive diarrhea and was just about to let loose unless she let me into the bathroom with her. Right then, at that precise moment, once, I actually pushed open the door and burst in on her, her and her scale. Tried to sneak a peek at it, but she shrieked, jumped off the scale, and all I saw was the needle bouncing back and forth, forth and back. So, that day in the locker room, I was intent on finding my grandmother and discovering what she weighed. In fact, I was so intent, so focused, I almost but not quite, not quite by a long shot actually, failed to realize that Darlene Crocus, in all her beauty, was standing directly in front of me, completely nude. Back to, int, the gym, continuous Darlene, feeling Ben's presence, turns, catches his eye with hers and smiles, seductively, invitingly, then, she glances at the bulge in his pants, Darlene enjoying the show, she pulls her clothes on exquisitely, methodically, torturously slowly, all the while staring straight at Ben, Ben what a glorious four months from you, four months of unmitigated jerk off pleasure, Darlene Ben, when you tell Dr. C about your thing for older women and when it started, does she say anything or just kind of wrinkle her mouth, showing her crooked tooth and raising her eyebrows? She drives me crazy wondering what she's thinking. Ben, ext, funeral home, day Ben's at his own funeral, set in New Mexico's creepiest funeral home, situated in a drug-infested area of town. The voices of all his ex-girlfriends are heard over the PA, and all are present. Each goes up to the casket, where Ben lies dead in the coffin. Ben looks on, ex-girlfriends one he was fine. I mean, he was alright. He was really sweet and really cute. Ex-girlfriends two he was really funny. Ben it's judgment day. Ex-girlfriends three there were so many times we would have these intense conversations, all this philosophy stuff, and he would just go off and lose his shit, and I'd just sit there and be completely confused and start crying. Ex-girlfriend 4 I never knew completely what was going on in his head. Ex-girlfriend 5 I think that's what I loved about him the most, though, his complexity. I couldn't grow bored with him easily. Ben I think of all the other broken hearts that have lived throughout time. They had so much passion, but their lives probably felt so dull. Their passion wasn't produced, it welled up inside them until the end. There's so much brilliance, work, art, epic beauty, so many diatribes, subtle moments of supreme happiness, legendary artifacts buried in basements, manuscripts in the trash, throughout the history of mankind. I try to feel important, I'm surrounded by nature, I'm not sure what it is I'm still looking for, the women continue whispering about Ben, ex-girlfriend 6 I was always curious as to what was going to happen next, Ben I hear music, a Bach death march is played by Led Zeppelin, mixed with by Culture Club, I try to translate all that I hear into a personal love story, 
but all I want to do is die. One of the ex-girlfriends is an ex-boyfriend, been my funeral, held at a crack house, and the women of my dreams. They've shared with me such beautiful moments of true happiness, beat, now, they are merely delusions. Ben gasps. Ben was there really anybody even there? Georgie tried to stay alive and keep the faith. Ben. Ben okay. I'm out at the bar late. Giving in to temptation. Ex-boyfriend you've worried me in the last 24 hours. Ben she stayed with me when my car overheated in the rain. I want to remember this. Remember her. Ex-girlfriend 7 move on. Ex-girlfriend 8 change. Reduce the bad stuff, the rage, the blaming, the spoiled boyishness, the lying, and the violent thoughts. Ben I tried to try before it was too late. I failed to commit and follow through fully. Georgie she slid your hand away the moment you made her come with your fingers. Ben. You made love with a live person. You were in the moment. Beat. The moment's gone. Ben I lied. They lied. Georgie hey. Ben. You broke up with another woman this morning. Didn't ya? Ben I had no self-respect. For the last time, at last, it was finally over. All the chaos, it's all over now. Ex-girlfriend 9 it's over. I was tearing up when you fucked me. Fucked me over. Ben I remember tearing up when the two of us made love for the first time. I thought no one else would know. Ben moves back outside now during the procession. Traffic's a mess. Fear sinks in. Ben am I still alive? I can't tell. Yup. Why? Georgie I seemed to have separated from myself. Beat, what about those news helicopters above us? Ben but I still feel like something's incomplete. Beat, Claudia, Georgie Claudia. Ben yeah, I remember Claudia more than anyone. Georgie what about Kelly? The copters fly like locusts, weaving back and forth, taking out everyone on the freeway with machine guns and rocket launchers. Ben gets out of the car and starts running away. He's the only one to escape. Georgie's left to burn, for now. The whole city is a parking lot, a massacre, a graveyard. Ben Ben? Beat, I'm lost and the whispers still linger in my head. Ex-girlfriend 10, VO, I welcomed you into my home, felt drawn to you and your loneliness. Ext, graveyard, day Ben's running around, lost? Ben I held hands with her for the first time. It's never felt the same again. I never forgot the feelings of things happening. I felt cheated, but I wasn't. Ex-girlfriend 11 I don't think that either of us used the other. Ex-girlfriend 12 It was a warm and loving exchange between two shattered souls. Ben I pray to be corrected. I'm meeting myself through the help of others who once fulfilled my life. Ex-girlfriend 13 I'll save you. You save me, ex-girlfriend 14 you're a very intense man, and I'm much too delicate to deal with all of you. Ben when will you be ready? No answer, just playful smiles. Ben memories I've saved throughout the years, they have such a profound impact on me. I think, who am I? Who was I ex-girlfriend 15 it's been almost 3 weeks since I've seen you, and I hope you were able to maintain your goal. I must say, however, your absence from the bar is a positive sign. Ex-girlfriend 16 you ran like a madman into the drugstore to get me an aspirin when I had that extraordinary headache. Ex-girlfriend 17 you opened up and cried your pain to me. You made me laugh. Ex-girlfriend 18 you were loving to my animals, 
and you didn't complain when Candy and Lolly's fur made you all stuffed up. Ex-girlfriend's 19 you ate my Thanksgiving dinner, you asked for seconds. Ex-girlfriend 20 you said, thank you. Ex-girlfriend 21 you held me, you held my hand when we walked. You gave that bum $2 for bringing back my necklace when it fell off. Ex-girlfriend 22 you cleaned your bathrooms before I came over. Ex-girlfriend 23 you said to me, you were the most beautiful in that bathtub, it was so beautiful. Ben there's beauty in conflict, too. In despair, things take on a new meaning. Ex-girlfriend 24 but you are so many harsh and unforgiving things, and mostly to yourself. Ex-girlfriend 25 so, take care. Ex-girlfriend 26 I just wanted to hear your voice. Ex-girlfriend 27 part of growing up is taking responsibility for what we do. Stop blaming everybody else. It's hard enough to be a parent to somebody without issues. They did the best they could. They didn't cause anything wrong. Ex-girlfriend 28 I miss you. Ex-girlfriend 29 whenever you need me. Ex-girlfriend 30 you respected when I asked you not to call, and you didn't. Ex-girlfriend 31 might you find the love and strength inside yourself, the love that I have witnessed and been grateful to receive. Might you make some realizations and take control of your life in a loving, healthy way and, like I said, make some goddamn changes, positive changes. Ex-girlfriend 32 nobody is holding a gun to your head but you. Ex-girlfriend 33 I'm leaving you. Ex-girlfriend 34 you have hurt me profoundly. Ex-girlfriend 35 verbal abuse, alcohol, yelling, gambling, harsh criticisms humiliation, disdain. Ex-girlfriend 36 on your good days, you were definitely more affectionate than usual. Ex-girlfriend 37 you opened doors for me. You said things like, this is your night. Ex-girlfriend 38 you are the only person I know who truly made me feel like a woman. Nobody else has yet. Ex-girlfriend 39 but you made me feel more miserable than happy. Ex-girlfriend 40 I have confidence in myself from you. Ex-girlfriend 41 do this, do that. Ex-girlfriend 42 you called me bitch, even when we were most intimately together. Ex-girlfriend 43 you farted on me, I couldn't believe it. Ex-girlfriend 44 but inside, you're a sensitive and tender gentleman. Where did that man go? Ex-girlfriend 45 I just hope that the pain, sorrow, and bitterness will eventually fade away for both of us. Ex-girlfriend 46 please let me know what you decide to do. Ben okay, deal. Ext, fantasy cafe, day Ben and Georgie have coffee. We catch them mid-conversation. Ben very important detail, I didn't know what I was doing. Blind ambition captivated my every thought and action. I dissolved. I made my dwelling in solitude. I would acquire what I could, personally. My character remains the same. Strange and bizarre thinking mental disturbances caused my mind to suffocate. I withdrew from reality the best I knew how. Georgie you are still addicted to all of them. Claudia, too. You love a woman who can't love you back. She's got a lot of baggage. A lot like yourself. Ben she's alright, though. Ben looks at Georgie doubtfully. Claudia, as the waitress, comes to the table. Ben I guess I've changed a little. So, what did she have to say about us? Claudia we're two different people. But I'm not going anywhere. Int. White room, 
Timeless A dialogue with self, Georgie and Ben in a cloudy dream telepathy session. Ben so, this is dream telepathy, Georgie yes, Ben, you got it, Ben hey, talk to me, Georgie, I can't see you, Georgie, you have temporarily disappeared, but suddenly Georgie reappears, Georgie shakes Ben's hand, Georgie Ben, 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 that doesn't matter, Ben, listen, when did you figure out that you didn't matter? Ben that I didn't matter, as soon as I realized that if you only live once, you only die once. Georgie there's a difference? Ben yes, to live life to the fullest is to appreciate life. To have babies, babes, to trust others and to love, to work hard and play hard, to take advantage. Georgie and you don't believe in all that? Ben well, you know that saying, life's a bitch and then you die. Georgie but there are a lot of good things in life good, sweet, a lot of sweetness to suck out of it, Ben of course, and you have to take advantage of those times and make them happen, create those scenarios, Georgie yes, Ben but what about love, the pornographic puzzle, how might I find love, at the bar, no, at work, no, I don't work, don't need to, don't want to, want to find love, Georgie maybe you should work, Ben what, Georgie work, maybe you should, Ben and be judged, paid, paid like shit, treated like a baby treats or diaper, Georgie the getting paid part shouldn't mean a thing to you, you've already got a lot of money, Ben no friends, Georgie meet them at work, Ben work, Georgie do charity work, Ben help others, I'm so selfish, and nobody's been helping me, Georgie really, Ben I've only paid for help, paid for friends, hookers, paid for everything, my means is money, I kind of want my life to just end sometimes, now, for once, sometime soon, sick, 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 I mean, I am just holding out to see if things will get any better on their own, Georgie why don't you just get out of yourself for once, Ben but myself isn't even taken care of right, how can I leave myself all by himself, Georgie faith, Ben fuck faith, faith that my shit will be smelly, it's always going to be shitty, I mean smelly, stinky, Georgie why must you bring up excrement, Ben, Ben because that's what I think of myself, I think it's funny and unavoidable, ugly women turn me on, Georgie good one, Ben, Ben they're my possibilities, Georgie what are your probabilities, Ben again, invisibility, despair, morbid melancholy, mystical terror, 18th century angst, that dull, somber depression you read about in Russian novels, moods, mood swings, and the possibility for anything to happen, Georgie Bert probably, Ben not, Georgie interesting, but what if you could change things, Ben believe me, I can't, Georgie you can't change them to your liking, Ben right, I've been trying that since the start of things, things, me, since the start of me, Georgie change yourself, change the things around you, if you can, like the serenity prayer, remember not to think too much, too hard, don't be too hard on yourself, don't be hard on Ben, you need him, respect your thoughts, got it, good, Ben don't worry, others are hard on me anyway, Georgie that's only the way you perceive it, Ben but that's why I don't matter, clutter, it makes me sadder, see, my thoughts don't matter, Georgie have you ever been butt fucked? wholesomely used, Beno, honestly, 
Yes, Georgie is your mind racing and wondering now. Ben yes, Georgie do you feel alone and invisible now? Ben yes, Georgie must be my fault. But why do you think I care to ask about you? Ben because you're me, Georgie but you're not thinking my thoughts, I'm thinking yours. My dialogue is mine, it's independent of you, so I don't need to worry about editing my thoughts and things. Ben the things in my head are nothing notably unusual or of any vital importance, are they? Not, Georgie they are unique to you, when you think to yourself, for example, like now. But I see what you're saying, being noticed and recognized is important, even personal achievement without others knowledge of it is pretty worthless, Ben unless you're invisible and alone, Georgie loneliness need not bring despair, you're smiling so often in all those old photos of you, whether you're alone or with other people. And the idea of you in those photos is an independent issue, a cause with and without a reason, and with a reason, all the same, sort of existential, Ben their images of you, like the images in your imagination, so, enjoy them, smile, laugh at them, at you, for the Lord's sake, Georgie yes, I know, generally speaking, I should look for myself worth and not look against it, must be there, anyway. Ben if you can imagine so, Georgie and I can. Besides, your life used to be full, but now, and as time goes on, I can sense you'll hurt easily. Ben isn't that called hopeless romanticism? Beat, my mind's starting to scatter. I am sorry, I don't drink anymore, I only smoke. Everything's becoming cliched. My life, me, is a metaphor. My past, what matters most, is disappearing these days. It's depressing, no, Georgie calm down, calm down, Ben, I'm curious, what do you want, Ben to be able to spend and create more of my supposed money and affluence, I'm not sure what I have, to have motivation enough to connect with another woman on a level of love and sex, that's what's most important to me, I've never been in love, reciprocated love, I've been addicted, addicted to the lie, that's all. Georgie do you love yourself? Ben hell yes, and hell no, depending on my mood and who I'm with and what's going on around me. Georgie what about right now? Ben now's not important, only the past is, like I said. Georgie what if now is important and the future is? Two, the two of them, then what? Ben overall, no, because I don't know. Georgie if you could choose? Ben yes, Georgie why? Ben for the others. Georgie so, it's not all selfish, then, Ben it is, for the others, for me, Georgie you sound so ridiculous, Ben oh, brilliant, Georgie so, you like that about yourself, that you sound brilliant, that you are brilliant, Ben I like that I don't have to conform to public knowledge or even leave my house to figure out most of the big puzzle, it makes me different, I do, however, hate being a philosopher. The answer is so simple, that it continues on in questions and new answers are formed, theories. The answer is that there's no end to ideas, our imagination is somehow infinite. Georgie so, love, so, your lover, the next one coming, she must be different, but like you, Beno, she must like me, if she ever comes, comes, Georgie and love you, Ben I will love her, I guarantee it. Georgie are you having more external thoughts of excrement now? Ben you got it. Georgie focus, 
Beno, Georgie does that bother you? Beno, but I wish it did, it's a part of my condition, Georgie okay, Ben okay? No, that's not okay, Georgie right, your thoughts are not the word of God, like you wrote once, Ben right, and I got that from somewhere anyway, nothing original there, Georgie original? Hey, billions of people have existed and not existed already, of course there are no more original thoughts left. Human imagination has been experienced in all its fullness, for a while, it will continue that way, too. It's impossible to articulate all the thoughts one thinks, some of them you need to keep to yourself, especially when the mind's speeding. Ben but, all in all, I just can't figure myself out. There's this woman Georgie trying to figure somebody else out then, there's too much else to worry about. Ben how am I supposed to fit more figuring out in my life? Georgie I think you're scared. Ben of course I'm. Georgie because you don't know. Ben it's got to be better than this. This life. Georgie well, why don't you just wait until your next mood swing? Ben hey, come back. Come back. That sucks. We're not finished. You're abandoning me. I'm abandoning me. Int. Dr. C's office. Day Ben sits alone, without Dr. C or anybody else. Georgie, VO, Ben, this is your brain, starting to process thoughts. Images are formed. Can you see them? Beno. Georgie enters, sits, reads from a blank textbook. Georgie is happiness what you're really striving for? Beno. Georgie do you know what you want? Beno. Georgie the ultimate goal is freedom. Ben the desert island disco. What music would you take with you, if you were stranded? Georgie good, Ben. Next one, activities and relationships to pick and choose from. Ben okay, Georgie are you in love? Ben no, yes, no. Georgie do you know what you need? Ben no, Georgie what makes you feel good? Ben I don't know. Georgie do you smile sometimes because it's ethical? Ben of course, Georgie clubs and social identities you loathe preoccupy your thinking. Do they take up your daily life? Ben no, I hate clubs, I hate joining things, I don't want to be a member of anything. Georgie you're a lifetime member of society, what about your lifetime membership to the gym? Ben it already expired. Georgie you have a gift, you owe it to the world, you owe it to yourself to share your talent. Ben I always hear people telling me that, Georgie everything seems so dramatic. Ben yes. Georgie you're more than stressed out, you don't have depression, you feel worse than shit, it's only the symptoms of anxiety, it's in your head, Ben right, Georgie you think you have too many memories and consider them symptoms of despair, everything your senses collect is buried in the depths of nostalgia, Ben okay, Georgie your life seems like an insipid gathering of time in heaps, Ben yes, right, Georgie others tell you you're fine, you think they're fucking with you, Ben because they are, Georgie you always knew you were different, so did everyone else, Ben they did, Georgie yes, moving on, you take medication, you used to call it medicine, your meds may need adjustment, it's okay now to tell others what you're on, Ben no image yet, Georgie you reveal yourself in deja vu so that it ends abruptly, Ben all the time, image for that one, my friends, I can see them, Georgie you have a few good friends, most good people do, all of them fail to be there for you when you need them most, 
they created you are, in all your fullness. Ben yes, they are talking to me, telling me stuff. Georgie they called you an old soul. You consider being brand new. Ben a new soul. Yes, Georgie you're constantly trying to change your life. You spend most of the time only talking about the changes you want to make. Ben yes, Georgie you fail to make a full commitment and follow through 100%. Ben maybe 3%. Georgie conform to little popularity, read the latest bestseller, make sure it's a self-help book, do the exercises they suggest, create your day, it's that simple, Ben I analyze everything, Georgie you should be dating somebody else, Ben no, Georgie you give and take too much, try moderation, Ben tried, failed, I'll try better, 100%, okay. Georgie complain about big corporations and the government, continue to pay them out of need, Ben I have to, I hate that, Georgie you leave your past behind, it starts creeping back already, Ben it is, already, Georgie you think you live in a fairy tale, Ben often, even right this moment, Georgie you think life is cliched, Ben it is, Georgie you don't really think you'll ever die, Ben no, I do. Georgie you might start thinking about everything soon something concrete, something hard, something personal, I'm not talking about you, Ben and Georgie fade out of sight, clouds and fog fill the room, ext, Claudia's apartment, day it's foggy outside, and Ben's really anxious, until Claudia solidifies, and she finally exists, Georgie don't look at her, Ben I'm not, Georgie tell her of your flaws, your fears, and your needs, Ben okay, Georgie make sure she's aware of your high maintenance personality, Ben hush, quiet, int, outdoor restaurant, night Ben and Claudia are at the fusion restaurant, a sushi dinner for two, table for four, Ben I have schizophrenia, Claudia I don't mind, I'm a social worker, Ben my mind plays tricks on me, Claudia it does, so does mine, Ben the score is even, before their good nights, Ben stands with her by the front door to a place, Claudia I don't want, I don't want to fuck you, Ben, just so you know, I don't want to fuck you, Ben may I touch your breasts, Claudia no, not yet, thanks for asking, though, thanks, Ben, Claudia looks Ben in the eyes, Ben, VO, was Claudia miserable, even if just slightly, ever, int, Ben's bedroom, day Ben plays the answering machine, Claudia answering machine here Ben, it's about 10.30, anyway, I am just going to stop working and go to bed, I don't even know when you called me, anyway, fiscal year ends, you know, of course, this week, so, there's a big push to get reports in, and charts and paperwork and audits and everything, done, so, anyway, so, that's where I'm kind of focusing, and then after Friday, well, that should be nice, I should have a break, anyway, I hope things are good with you, and that's it, I'll catch up with you later, hopefully, you're having beautiful dreams right now, and, I guess good morning, as well, probably when you'll receive this, and bye, Ben sleep deprivation, you just wanted the next day to come soon, having had a full night's rest, enough is enough, int, white room, timeless Ben is seated, Facing Georgie, a long distance apart, Georgie images, modern day, a landscape of fast service, fast food, fast cars, 
fast computers, fast-paced city, make a fast buck, fast recovery from illness, fast fucks, fast thoughts, fast change, lose weight fast, fast delivery, fast credit, fast college degrees, fast cleanup, fast frames, movie, surgery, plastic, buildings and condos, fast calculations and analysis, fast photo, in and out jails, growing up fast, fast vision correction, modernization, fast product development, fast payment, meals in a bottle or bar, approval, news, life, death, Ben do I need to conform, can I be a part of the collective am I a member of society, have I rebelled enough yet, can this be blamed on my childhood, I should try harder to exist, life is short, I need to follow through 100%, I need to make commitments, I need to make choices, I wear my shoes without socks, I wear store brand briefs that are stained, I wake up from reality and have a two minute meeting with my creator, I'm so cheap that way, I give an hour to my shrink, I pray to be rescued, corrected, as long as it's God's will, but my spirit has stifled naturally, I'm ashamed, I apologize for my existence, I really fucked up, Georgie how come, kiddo, been the times that make me don't make me a man, so I withdraw from the realities I choose not to accept, and a recurring image of mine, an island where I become free, even in my dreams, I get stuck there, stuck in freedom, all this excess, all this all or nothing business, ext, front lawn, de Claudia walks over to confront Ben, Claudia and Ben stand apart from each other, Claudia you know what, I just don't have the time to give you, I just don't, Ben thank god, int, garage, day the door opens, Ben takes in all that Claudia's said and done, he stuffs it deep inside, real hard, he's furious and hurt, like he's just gotten beaten up, after a few moments, he pisses around the garage, Georgie follows him in circles, sort of playing tag, Georgie finds it funny, Ben doesn't, Ben Georgie, get in the fucking car, you fucking bitch, his image starts swimming into focus so Ben can believe he was really there, Ben fires up the car, he turns on the CD changer in the car as it blasts Led Zeppelin, smokes the rear wheels out of the garage, Ben and Georgie are silent and stern-eyed, as Ben runs through the stop sign at the corner. Ben have you lost it completely, they travel out of sight, Georgie, VO, in the end, I wondered what all this meant, like I've said in the beginning, you're doing just fine, int, Dr. C's office, day Ben and Dr. C are in session, Ben, VO, you learn when you're a writer that violence, criminal behavior, sex, and drugs, all of it, any of it, sells, and that's all I'm doing is selling Dr. C a story, hoping she buys it, Dr. C does that mean you're dishonest, Ben shakes his head, Ben not dishonest, not exactly, no, I wouldn't say that, Dr. C then what would you say, Ben, Ben now, well, I'm not exactly sure, what would you say, Dr. C, she smiles, Ben you want me to jump in, fill the silence with my own thoughts, my own impressions, he sinks into the chair, refusing to play their game, several seconds pass, several long silent seconds, Ben did I tell you my grandmother visited me in rehab, Dr. C shakes her head, Ben want me to tell you about it, Dr. C if that's what you want, 
Ben typical psychiatric bullshit. Dr. C doesn't react. Ben well, now, Dr. C, if I didn't want to tell you about my grandmother visiting, I wouldn't have brought it up in the first place, would I? Dr. C you sound angry. Ben, are you angry? Ben not me. Uh, uh no, sir. Anger is a waste. Why get angry? Be happy. Ben laughs. Dr. C does not join in. Ben sighs and begins his newest story. Ben my grandmother and her short, tight curly hair and her grotesque, out of shape, obese body. This is my greatest fear, that one day I'll wake up looking just like her, and then I'll have to kill myself. Dr. C smiles. Dr. C is your Georgie pattern more on yourself or more on your grandmother? Ben that's a stupid question and one I refuse to answer. Dr. C did you enjoy your grandmother's visits in rehab? Ben huh? Like anyone could enjoy a visit with my grandmother. Dr. C interesting. Ben what? Dr. C all of it. Ben Christ, I hate enigmatic smiles. Beat, my grandmother was a firm believer in regular church attendance. She even requires that I become an altar boy. Why she went to church or what she thought she gained was never clear to me. She certainly didn't learn to love in church, at least not in any New Testament way. No, not my grandmother. My grandmother was quick to hit, spare the rod, spoil the child. And she brought that up when she visited me at Valley View. She sat on the side chair in my room, her legs crossed primly at the ankle, and cried. Grandmother, Vio, I just don't know what I did wrong, Benji. Tell me, I'm a reasonable woman. What did I do? Dr. C and what did you tell her? Ben I think about that, I don't pretend to think, I do think. And what the hell, I don't remember. I've never remembered any of the things I told my grandmother, only the things she told me. Dr. C and what were those things? Ben stand up straight, don't slouch, be normal, stop ticksing like that. Dr. C must have been hard to do all those things. Ben it must have been, but I don't remember. I don't remember any of the things I did. Did I obey? Rebel? Why can't I remember? Why can't I fucking remember? Dr. C reaches for his hand. He pulls back. Ben psychiatrists who touch their patients are suspect in my book. Sorry. He gets to his feet. Ben well, Dr. C well. Same time, Tuesday. Dr. C nods. Ben I'm so out of here. Ben leaves. Int. Dr. C's office. Another day Ben and Dr. C are in session. Dr. C so, what do you want to talk about today, Ben? Ben says nothing. Dr. C you look sad today. Ben shrugs. Dr. C anything going on? Ben shakes his head, tearing up a bit. Georgie appears. Georgie tell her. Tell her. The clock ticks. Ben well, did I tell you about the jogger? Georgie not him. Dr. C nods. Dr. C the one who ran every day. Christmas, New Year's, it didn't matter. And who wore the same clothes, no matter what the weather? Georgie sinks back in despair. Ben nods. Dr. C what about him? Ben nothing about him. Dr. C did you want to talk about the jogger? Ben not really. I always thought he was doing my grandmother. Dr. C that he was her lover? Ben no. Duck. Just doing her. Dr. C that's interesting. Ben not really. Georgie ask her. Why? Why is it interesting? Ben shifts in his chair. Crosses. Then uncross his legs Ben why? 
Dr. C's eyebrows rise just slightly. Dr. C why is it interesting? Ben nods. Dr. C hesitates. Silence. The silences are killing Ben. Dr. C well, if I'm remembering correctly, didn't you tell me that the jogger was young? A college student, I think you said. Ben nods. Ben so what? Dr. C well, thinking about her age at the time, that would have made him young enough to be her son or grandson? Ben nods again. Dr. C and didn't you tell me that he ran silently, that nobody in the neighborhood even knew his name? Ben I called him Mr. Clean. The image of Dr. C's face loses color. Dr. C that's interesting to me. Ben Mr. Clean? She swallows a toad. Dr. C Mr. Clean? No. Ben. The whole thing. Int. Dr. C's office. Another day only Georgie shows up at Dr. C's. He's frantic. Paces. Can't sit still. He's going out of his mind. Crawling out of his skin. Dr. C watches him. Georgie can't stand to be watched. He avoids her eyes. Swallows continuously. Sniffs. Ticks. Hops. Dr. C you look agitated. Georgie agitated. I look like I'm from another world. That's how I look. Dr. C can you sit? Because he's so passive, so submissive, Georgie sits down immediately, but then gets back up. Georgie no, I can't. Dr. C smiles. Silence. Dr. C what's going on? Georgie going on. Nothing's going on. Everything's going on. How can I answer that? I can't. I can't decide. I can't decide what is going on, what isn't going on. I can't fucking decide. Don't ask me. The silence fucking kills Georgie, makes his head throb. Int. Georgie's thoughts. Continuous Georgie is having his needs and thoughts fulfilled. Accordingly, Ben I need a temple massage, and someone to touch me, to love me. And there are at first one, then ten women. A hundred women who suck him, fuck him, fuck him over. Ext. Burger King drive through. Foggy day Ben drives up to order. Ben no. Someone real. A plain Jane who works at the drive-thru. She loves me. Plain Jane, through the mic. Ben, I can see beyond what you pretend to be. Drive up so I can see you. Ben drives to the window. Plain Jane I can touch your soul. She reaches in and toots his car horn. Int. Public restroom. Continuous Ben's on one can. Georgie's on the next one. Ben real love. Georgie that's what you'll never have. Ben I'm spiraling downward. Shit. My meds are at home. Georgie swallows pill after pill, bottle after bottle. Georgie peace. Ben, quieter, to himself, he needs peace, looking as if at Ben in the next stall, knocking on the wall between them, you need peace, Ben, int, Ben's bedroom, night Ben and grandmother ghost Ben shares his bedroom with demons, the lights flicker, the TV goes on and off, on and off, he can't take it. His grandmother his angel his older woman comes to him, pushes the hair off his forehead, strokes his hand. Grandmother ghost you need to move, baby. Ben groans and rolls to his side. Ben I'm not going anywhere. The older woman climbs into bed with him, strokes his back, and tickles him. Grandmother ghost you need to move, baby. Ben climbs out of bed. The older woman, his grandmother, his angel, his lover, is an illusion. Not real. The voices in his head, her voice, so soothing, so insistent, aren't real. He brushes his teeth, and notes his reflection in the mirror. His hair is dirty, and he could use a shave. 
he ducks his head, spits into the sink, and straightens. His angel, his grandmother, his lover is behind him, smiling into the mirror at him. Grandmother goes this house isn't good for you. Baby, she pokes the back of his head, hard. Grandmother ghost I'm not an illusion, you're not going to be able to ignore me forever, Ben maybe not forever, but for as long as I need to, Grandmother ghost and how long's that going to be, how in the hell is he supposed to get the voices out of his head when they can read his every thought, Grandmother ghost not every voice, just me, and trust me, BJ, you need to move out of this house, it's haunted, Ben I knew it, I knew it all along, this fucking place is haunted. Grandmother ghost yes. Ben. It's haunted. Ben with demons. Grandmother ghost with memories. Ben I'd rather have demons. Grandmother ghost who wouldn't. Memories are much harder to get rid of. Ben ticks. Bobbing his head to the right. Then left. Then forward. Raises his right eyebrow. And grimaces. Grandmother ghost don't like memories. Do you? Baby. Ben illusion. Illusion. Not real, still ticksing, he heads into the kitchen for a Red Bull, his illusion follows right behind, TSK ticking the entire way, grandmother goes caffeine is the absolute worst thing for ticksing, Ben I know that, Ben sniffs hard, Ben I sniff so hard, I worry for a second that my brains are going to leak right out of my ears, damn it, he worries for a second that his brains will leak right out his ears. Grandmother ghost stupid, stupid, stupid. Ben shut up. Grandmother ghost first, you don't have brains. You have a brain, and it won't leak out your ears from sniffling. The only way it'll leak out is if you decide to shoot yourself in the head. Then, it'll leak out your ears, out your nose. Want to try? His illusion is crazier than he is. Ben John Nash gets a CIA operative for his illusion. I get a cross between Carol Kane and Sandra Bernhardt, neither of whom appeal to me and neither of whom is the least bit stable. His illusion, dressed in white gossamer, appears directly in front of him. She clears her throat. Grandmother ghost what I said is, would you like to try? Okay, okay, okay. He knows she's an illusion, not real. He's on dangerous ground. The more you talk to an illusion, a hallucination, the stronger it gets, and still he can't help himself. The words are out of his mouth before he's had a chance to think. Ben try what? His illusion his gossamer angel hands him a blue steel, white grip .38. Grandmother ghost blowing your head off, watching your brain leak out your nose and ears. Want to? Want to try? She presses the gun into his hands. Grandmother ghost nobody will know. You're all alone. Who's to know? Georgie, Vio, she's the devil, a demon. Ben, back up, back up. Ben does, letting the gun slip to the floor. Grandmother ghost retrieves it, presses it again into his hands, and smiles. Georgie funny how you never noticed her teeth. Yellow and snaggled, sharp, her teeth scare yak, hut. Ben sees her teeth, and he shudders. Georgie fight the urge to hop. First on your left foot, then the right. First left, then right. Like reading. Left to right. Left to right. Grandmother ghost is going to hop. He's going to tick. You are, Ben. Ben no, I'm not. He does. She watches, laughing. Georgie, Vio, the teeth, the breath. They are like your grandmother's, lipstick smeared on the enamel. Your grandmother scares you. She's always scared you. 
you still want to go home, Ben, you are home, with your angel, there's nowhere left to go, why not, why not pick up the gun, wasn't it your grandmother who always said, who always said grandmother ghost Benji, you check out, remember, check out, fast, no drugs, no hanging yourself, you jump, binge, from the 32nd floor, the 58th floor, the penthouse, you'll never live to tell about it, then she laughs, cackles, Georgie, Vio, your grandmother was a witch, long, pointed fingers, nails filed sharp, always grabbing at you, digging into your flesh, is she dead, Lord, hear our prayer, kill her, beat, kill her so I don't have to, Ext, Rio Grande River, day 20 years ago Ben is 11, his grandmother is heavy that year, 250 pounds at least, and wears a massive, red striped bathing suit with white, gossamer cover up, she floats, bounces, and plumps into his bedroom, night after night, crying, grandmother ghost you don't know what it's like, Benji, you don't know what it's like, he loves his grandmother, and doesn't want to see her cry, he'll do whatever she needs to get her to stop, Ext, bedroom on a tropical island, day Ben sits up, the blanket slipping from his skinny, naked, 11 year old chest, his grandmother's at the end of the bed, sobbing, grandmother ghost he's leaving me, Benji, he's leaving me, Ben grandma, don't cry, please don't cry, please, she buries her head in her hands and sobs, her giant bosom heaving, Ben watches the sleeves of her nightgown slip off her shoulders, exposing the top of her breast and the massive brown areola, Ben doesn't know what to do, he's never seen his grandmother's breasts, he starts to cover her back up, but she's crying, she won't stop, grandmother ghost what'll I do, Benji, where will I go, he hates to hear his grandmother cry, it's worse than hearing his sister cry, and almost as bad as hearing Ben cry, grandmothers shouldn't cry, they should be happy, grandmother ghost he's the only man I ever loved, Benji, what am I going to do, Ben doesn't know what she's going to do, he just wishes she'd cover her breasts back up, he doesn't want to see them, he shouldn't have to see them, they're gross and too big, and scary, his grandmother's breasts are scary, grandmother ghost and the only man who ever touched me, oh, Benji, Ben thinks about touching his grandmother, thinks about those porn mags and all those pussies, those wide open pussies, and touching his grandmother, there, fucking his grandmother, there, it's gross, Ben knows it's gross, but he's still getting a heart on, he can feel it tenting his pajama bottoms, he wishes his grandmother would leave, instead, she flops to her stomach across the bed, her hand resting on Ben's thigh, her fingers are cold, her nails sharp, Ben can feel them tattooing his skin, working their way up to his groin, massaging, moving inward to his balls, to his dick, the shaft, Ben tries to move away, but his grandmother's hand holds him tight and begins to stroke him, grandmother ghost your grandfather was the only man who ever touched me, her voice drops, grandmother ghost sexually, I mean, Ben wants his grandmother to stop, but he's paralyzed, he can't talk, can't move, even when she moves up his body, even when his grandmother's naked breasts smash against his bare chest, even when she kisses his neck, drags her tongue across his skin, down his chest to his belly to his cock, even when she takes him in her mouth, 
begins sucking on him, even when he comes with a shudder that overtakes his entire body, leaving him ashamed and humiliated, wishing he were dead. Even then, Ben can't say a word, can't move a muscle, he is dead, invisible. Ben is floating high above the world, watching his grandmother cough discreetly into her hand, depositing the prepubescent cum she's sucked from him onto her fingers. Grandmother goes, oh, my, she tugs the straps of her nightgown back over her shoulders. Grandmother goes, oh, my, oh, my, and Ben, still floating high above the world, doesn't know why she's saying that, why she's repeating it, why she won't leave and go back to her own room. She slides off the bed, readjusts her nightgown, flips her hair behind her ears. Grandmother goes, Ben, what we did right now. I don't want you thinking there was anything wrong with that. I was just giving you a bit of relief. Okay, honey, still Ben can't talk. Grandmother goes, the thing is, though she stops, bites her lips, lowers her brow, searching for just the right word. Grandmother goes, so, okay, the thing is, some people, your dad included, don't always understand how things are between mothers and sons, grandmothers and grandsons. So, I'm not saying don't tell anyone. I am just saying you should probably be kind of careful about who you do tell, because I know you, Benji, and I know how you never want anyone to disapprove of you, beat, or be mad at you. Ben says nothing, just holds his stomach. Grandmother goes to not even talk to you anymore. Ben can't take it. He starts crying. Grandmother goes for God's sake. Benji, lighten up. She takes his nose between her fingers and twists. Ben's tears fall harder. Grandmother ghost's nightgown slips from her shoulder again, and she bounces out of the room. Grandmother ghost lighten up, baby. Life's just too fucking short to go through it all hang dog. Know what I'm saying? And then she's gone. The room is quiet, and Ben thinks about her, about his grandmother, exed. Borfield, day, thought number one she goes to every single one of his little league games. Int, kitchen, day, thought number two she bakes brownies from scratch, and makes sundaes out of them with Breyer's vanilla ice cream and hot fudge sauce. Int, McDonald's, day, Thought number three his ninth birthday, and his grandmother takes him and three of his friends to McDonald's. Ext, Coney Island, day. Thought number four and then over to Coney Island. Int, home, day. Thought number five Ben remembers his grandmother. How she bandages his knees when he falls, slathers them with Bactine, then kisses them, her mouth open to suck out germs, and then sticks colored band-aids all over them. Ben smiles. Moments later back to, int, bedroom, continuous Ben falls asleep deep in thought, int, Dr. C's office, day an extremely anxious Ben and Georgie, who sit in a corner are in session with Dr. C. Dr. C notices a change in Ben, Dr. C you look different, has something come up, Ben paces around the office, everything seems rushed and urgent, Ben oh, nothing's come up, that's not what I'd say, Ben can't talk? can't answer her, his face is flushed, his stomach's in knots, he paces more quickly, Georgie sit down, Dr. C would you like to sit, Ben, Ben sits, like he's about to faint, puts his head between his legs, Georgie strokes Ben's hair, Dr. C what is it, Ben, Ben shakes his head, Georgie leaves his hand on Ben's head, willing Ben to feel his strength, his love, 
Georgie, you can tell her. Ben shakes his head. Ben doctor sees part of the conspiracy. Georgie, there's no conspiracy. Ben doesn't move. Dr. C, can we talk about it? Ben. Georgie pushes Ben to his feet, makes him drag his chair across the room to Dr. C's chair. Georgie, she's okay? Ben. She wants to help. Ben looks up. Ben, I remembered something last night. Dr. C looks at him. Dr. C, yes? Ben shrugs. Ben, it probably wasn't anything, you know. Dr. C, what did you remember? Ben sits back. Dr. C, Ben? Georgie, she's okay? Ben, she likes you. Ben, no, she doesn't. To Dr. C, do you like me? Dr. C, of course, I like you. Ben, you're my client. Ben shakes his head. Ben, no, as a person. Do you like me as a person? Like, if we were out in public, would you want to be my friend? Dr. C folds her legs. Dr. C, I don't know. Ben, not for sure, but probably. I know I like you in here, in the office. Ben waits for more. Dr. C, you're a very smart man. Ben, I like smart men, and you're a very kind man. Very articulate. These are all traits I enjoy in a man, in a friend. Ben nods, wait for more. Dr. C, so, I think, yes, Ben, I'd probably want to be your friend. Georgie, isn't that enough? Ben, it was about my grandmother. Dr. C, what you remembered? Ben, at first, I thought it was the demons again. I told you about the demons. Dr. C nods. Ben and the illusion, the woman. I told you about her. Do you remember? Dr. C nods again. Dr. C you said it was just your luck to have a hallucination look like a cross between the only two women in the world that you find repugnant. Ben you did listen. Dr. C I always listen. Ben smiles. Ben last night, I had a realization. I realized that my illusion actually looks a lot like my grandmother. Dr. C's eyebrows go up. Ben at least last night she did. Last night, she looked fat, like my grandmother, not my mother, whom I had thought, at first, I'm confused. No, it was my grandmother. My grandmother, beat, like my grandmother when I was 11, doc. Dr. C that was the year you pops left? Ben looks away, nods slightly. Ben the year I was diagnosed with Tourette's and schizophrenia? Beat, my grandmother said I twitched. She said I wet the bed. Dr. C did you? Ben shrugs. Ben I don't remember. Maybe. But last night, what I realized was that my illusion really is a demon. Not like one you see in Hollywood movies or shit like that, but the kind of demon that can send you right to hell. You know what I mean. Dr. C leans in. Dr. C why don't you tell me? Ben okay. Hell on earth, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I've been talking about all the time. Dr. C like your metaphor. Ben she's not a demon, she's my memory. She's the person who put me in hell. Dr. C your grandmother? Ben nods, looks down at the ground, tears welling up in his eyes. Dr. C what she do? Ben. He shakes his head. He can't tell. Dr. C will go away if he tells, she'll think he's crazy, not worth anything. Ben, to Georgie, she'll think I'm crazy and leave me. Georgie strokes Ben's head, puts his finger beneath his chin, tilts it upward. Dr. C did she hurt you? Ben, Georgie looks at Ben. Ben she raped me. I mean, that's not what she would have called it, 
But that's what it was, like all those dykes and women liber bitches say, if she can't say no, then it's rape, and I couldn't say no, Dr. C to the sex, Ben that's what it was, it was rape, he lifts his head off his own accord, Ben she did, she raped me, my grandmother, she went down on me, she jerked me off, private lessons, she called it, said I was lucky, that it wasn't many sons whose mothers made time for them like that, who taught them what a real woman wanted, needed, Georgie shudders, fighting tears, Ben the only thing she wouldn't do was intercourse, she didn't want her son getting her pregnant, Ben laughs bitterly, Ben said she couldn't run the risk of giving birth to anyone more screwed up than me, Dr. C rises and crosses the room to sit next to Ben, she takes him in her arms as he cries hard, for the last time, draining his soul, pouring all that he'd pent up inside, the downpour of heavy tears, Dr. C it's time, Ben, it's time to cry, let it out, let it out, Ben, VO, things would never be the same, they say relationships like this never last, Georgie watches them, Ben, VO, judgments aside, the living, colorful beauty is remarkable, beat, regardless of anybody, regardless of Claudia or Kelly or grandmother or Ben, and regardless of the musing Gladys, or rather the muse of Claudia, the muse she's been for me, beat, I still sit here in the house, here in New Mexico, and concern myself with my own death, int, Ben's New Mexico estate, day the music of Anaya and Annie Lennox resonate through the room, Ben aside from that Kelly walks in, something about her seems unreal, angelic clothing, a bridal veil, she never makes physical contact with Ben, seems rather distant, her voice almost echoes, Kelly hey, let me read you something I wrote this morning, K, Ben nods, Kelly you are the sweetest man alive, and I thank God every day that you have come into my life, beat, thank you for the flowers, the orchids, the bonsai tree and the fickers, they are so alive, like our relationship, beat, I love you very, very much Kelly, Ben Kelly, I want to hold your hand, even if it's just for the one second that you'd want to hold it, if you don't give up on me, then I hope that you'll just do nothing different, except just to help me realize just how bad I'm, because I need to really surrender to that, beat, I see me in you, and I can't stand it, beat, what should I do, should I let myself die, Kelly, I don't want to die, Ext front lawn, day Ben's walking around, lost in thought, Kelly, VO, dearest Ben, there's absolutely no reason to apologize for anything, I think you're pretty awesome, you're the hugest and most adored part of me that I can imagine Kelly, Ben's sweat starts to disappear, he doesn't itch anymore, his skin has cleared up a bit, and Ben I feel a flash of heat on my face, like the sun hit me, I can feel my blood flow, I'm not entirely invisible, not entirely finished yet, I feel like maybe something's happening, beat, and no Georgie, int, psychic shop, day Ben steps inside, Ben Clara, what's happening, Clara removes a tiny meat spiral binder from a small paper bag lying on the flimsy, cloth covered reading table between them, Clara Ben, to put it simply, I was in the middle of a meditation, and I'm aware that we've never really even been properly introduced, but I started writing down, drawing, what I was seeing, and I couldn't bear to let this go by without witness, 
Ben really, Ben's not impressed by anything yet, until she opens the first page of her little red notebook. Clara you know who came into my meditation, whose soul came into my meditation, Ben Kelly, Clara Kelly, no, Ben then who, she takes a long breath, Clara you did, Ben, Clara takes out the red meat notebook, Clara this is you, Ben, not Georgie, this is you and your grandmother, your real grandmother, not your aunt, your mother, Ben, Vio, and I could see what Clara had drawn, a precious little boy, I mean an infant boy, with a little penis, too, and the grandmother was holding the little boy, me, the baby, by the dick, only by the fucking dick, this woman, my own grandmother, was torturing me, how could I remember this, what the fuck, I thought, and Clara started flipping the field in pages, a whole notebook of sick and demented art, of me and my grandmother, and then me together with my aunt, and then my teachers from what appeared to be nursery school, even the nanny from Trinidad who was supposed to be taking care of me, separately, they are all performing very disturbing acts of violence and aggression on my innocent, infantile genitals, in one of them, a nurse of some kind, who appears to have the same skin tone as the nanny, she and the nanny are the same person, she was performing medical procedures on my skin, in the private areas, healing, stitching up, and bandaging my bottom and my little baby cock. Clara explained, this was so that you wouldn't know later on in your lifetime, you might have a subconscious memory now and then, that's all, Clara hands the book to Ben, and he leaves without a word, sobbing. A couple people on the street are empathetic as they see Ben walk out the door, large metal keys hanging on the door jingle as the door is closed, Ext, the great dirt road, later back on the road, Ben walks the very long way back home again, book in hand, he stops for a moment, he can strangely, somehow, manage to breathe, really breathe, Benner, he walks on, speaking as if to Kelly, Ben you should see this thing, Kelly, this is why I can't function like a normal human being. This is what they meant. Beat, I don't even know if what I have down below is even a natural cock. I mean, a natural penis. I don't get it. He's crying very hard at this point. He kicks away the dirt at his feet, but he can't kick it good enough. Ben I'm almost home. I have only whatever dignity I'm, whatever might be, hopefully left inside. I'm nothing but myself, I am just and only that, Ext, Ben's New Mexico estate, moments later no car in the driveway, Ben your car, no car, I thought you were already home by now, baby, seeing that he doesn't have his keys anywhere they're not under the doormat either, he checks he pounds on the front door, he calls out as if Kelly was really inside, we can only hear the dogs, Ben I know that we started out pretty rough, Kelly, and my family would never approve of us, but I'm waiting for you, baby, like you said, the stuff we write and say does have its mysterious way of manifesting itself in the real world, he stops banging, the dogs are quiet now, Ben I can hear the dogs, Kelly, Kelly, no answer, everything is completely silent inside, and outside, the shuffling of Ben's shoes sounds hollow on the dirt and gravel, Ben, to himself, sit, Ben, sit, Ben sits, Ben I just want to live, somehow, and if that means having superficial relationships with family and friends, then so be it, int, 
Ben's home office, night the sounds of twilight, crickets, coyotes, and dogs. Ben, at his desk, talks to the long line of cameras, still set up, recording him, as they were before. Ben, to the cameras, I am still here, in the psych ward, no, I mean, in my home, the cinder blocks and cement and stuff. I haven't been able to escape yet, but they give me day passes and things. But I'm home. I am still home, you see. Ben get up and places the lens covers on the individual cameras. Ben at least I'm not alone. And after all, they still might need that cause of death, indicating the cameras, in these things, in the tapes, if they ever get to it. Ben stands up, starts to gather his things to head out. Ben I can feel it. We're all getting older and wiser, and sometimes you just have to listen to the sounds of your life, that kind of silence, that deep remarkable hollow stuff. He lights a cigarette, takes a puff and sets it down on the ashtray. Ben I can't see the sounds anymore, obviously, only the colors, and they're brilliant and alive, as he's leaving. Ben is full this afternoon, I'm going to go out and get the groceries and the fertilizer for the lawn outside and can't forget the firewood, we can build a beautiful fire tonight, might I find the living, colorful beauty inside, the cigarette drops off the ashtray onto the desk, then onto the carpet floor, Ben it's okay, now, I hope, just got to hold onto this, the rest is history, just the empty room with light smoke lifting from the floor, the phone starts to ring again, and again, the whole scene changes completely, the end.